When the heat is cooling down the bite on other lakes, things are heating up on this lake. Bruce Jean has the details on Rainy Lake on the big show today. Plus, Mike McNeil from Lucan's Village Foods on the big United Way fishing trip. Welcome to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country, presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. Hey, we're checking in with Bruce Jean up in the Rainy Lake area, one of our good friends on Fish and Paul Bunyan Country from Rainy Lake Guiding. Uh, Bruce, thanks for taking some time and joining us today. Uh, thanks for having me, Kevin. It's always a pleasure. Well, how's the fishing been up there? I mean, we had a real hot streak here, and then we got hot weather, which kind of slowed the fishing down. How about you? Well, it was the same. You know, we would we were out, you know, the fish have ventured out to the reefs now, and when it's 92, 94 degrees, flat, calm, no breeze, you catch a fish and all the effort to wind it in and net it, you got to jump in the lake, swim a little bit, then get back up and get back to fishing. So <laughs> we, we had a lot of fun days, you know, a lot of fishing, swimming, fishing, back and forth. Um, I have to say cooking... Uh, cooking shore launch over a stove when it's 90 degrees uh there's there are better things to be doing with that we went to the ham sandwiches for a while in those days yeah. but it's been fishing's really been good lately um you know when the fish venture out when you're seeing clouds of bait fish um over on the reefs the fit the walleyes are below them that's when it's a lot of fun fishing rainy so so even uh, in july and hot weather uh, you're, you're you're finding the walleyes so the nice part about Rainy Lake, and I, we've talked about this in the past, but when when the other lakes get get the dog days, they you know the water warms up, um, they kind of slow down. Rainy is just the opposite. Rainy and other lakes, you know, Glacier Shield lakes are the opposite. We will we will get a, a pickup because the the fish school up above the shiners on the reefs, and when they're on those reefs, it, fishing is just a good time because with the sonar equipment nowadays. You can spot them and spot lock right on top of them. If you're a jig fisherman, you can, you know, jigging a minnow over top, jigging a leech. Um, uh, you know, Lindy guys just, just sit right on top of them. It's a lot of fun. And the fishing does pick up a lot in July and August, um, probably the best on of, of all summer. So That is just, yeah, that is opposite of everything I've ever heard in the last 30 years of doing this show. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the nice part about rainy is when the weather is the nicest, you, you know, you, you get that early spring bite, it's good up in the shallows, and then it kind of transitions. So um, there was probably a two-week period where fishing was a little, uh, we're still limiting out, but it's fishing all day to get your 8, 12 keepers, you know. But that transition time when they're in 4 feet of water and they're in 40 feet of water, they're not really schooled up. Now you're starting to see, uh, larger groups of schools on the reefs, on the break lines, um, and you're you're seeing a lot of, of fish being caught. The good thing and the bad thing about that is, um, you know, of course, our 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 neighbors to the north, Canada, has still closed the border. And with that being said, there's a lot of fishermen out on Rainy Lake right now, and they're on the reefs, 
And finding an open reef has been somewhat probably the hardest challenge with that. So, Okay, and... Yeah, um, we were mentioned before we went on that uh, you guys are really, really busy this year because a lot of people who would uh, go into Canada uh, can't go that far, and uh, you're the you're you're the closest they can get. So you've had a lot of action this year, both resorts and guide wise. Getting a lot of calls, Bruce. We used to go up to Canada. Obviously, we can't now. Do you have any openings for us? And and you know these guys, they have their own boat, they have their own equipment. They're good fishermen. But they come up to a, you know, a, a big lake like Rainy, you know, 240,000 acres of, of water. That's a lot of empty water without walleyes in it to fish. So, But, you know, they're hiring guides. They're figuring it out. They're enjoying their time on Rainy Lake. And, and a lot of them are rebooking for next year on Rainy and not going up to Canada. So it's, it's kind of, you know, Trudeau closing the borders down um, has has improved the business of guiding resorts, restaurants in the Northland area. Um, I, I'm really, I'm, I'm scared for what it's going to do to those Canadian resorts, that's for sure. No doubt about it. They, they do rely so much on so many uh, U.S. citizens going up there. And, I, you know, I know a lot of people who own cabins on, on the, uh, you know, Ontario side of Lake of the Woods, too. So, it's it's a whole different world. We don't know how long this world's going to last, but I agree with you. I mean, if people can discover Rainy Lake, it's amazing how many people who live in this state have never discovered Rainy Lake. But if they're discovering Rainy Lake and finding out what it's all about, um, yeah, it's a, it's a shorter trip and a lot less paperwork. It is, a lot less paperwork. You know, uh, on, on the Canadian side of Rainy Lake, for example, the limit is one. On the American side, it's four. Um, you can have live minnows on the U.S. side. On the Canadian side, you can't. Um, uh, not that we're beer drinkers up on Rainy Lake, but you can have a beer or two in the boat on the American side. Uh, on the Canadian side, you cannot have any beer in the boat. So there's just a lot of pros and cons to that part of it. And, um, you know, we, like I said, we're, we're getting a lot of people are saying, hey, this Rainy Lake's not such a bad area. Um and looking for next year, so um, it's it's it, it's been a, a blessing and a curse, if you will. Mm-hmm. So, how does it work on Rainy River? So, yeah, go ahead. I mean, being, means you know that's both both countries are on on the Rainy River. How does that work? So, yeah, there's a line, and you know, of course, the GPSs have that designated line. It's generally split. It splits the river in half, and just about the entire river. Um, but it's the same way, you, you know, to fish on the other side. You, well, you can't fish on the They don't want anybody. They think every American right now has COVID, and, and they don't want anybody crossing the border, whether it's for fishing, to go to their cabin, um, anything to that nature. They still want you to pay your cabin taxes and your property taxes up there, but uh, but you can't go across. That's a, a, a different topic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> on the river, they the amount of ministry of natural resources and ontario ontario provincial police that we've been seeing on the water has about tripled um there's areas where we navigate right on the border and um there's there's generally been a canadian um enforcement in that area just about every day morning and afternoon even in the evening so they're really enforcing their borders and uh, it's evident in the amount of patrols that we've been seeing there so along Rainy Lake and on Rainy River. So. I mean, I kind of, I mean, a lake. Lakes have plenty of acres on both sides, so 
that makes sense. It's it seems odd to me that you have to split the difference in a river. That's just kind of weird. I know, and we we have had that discussion a lot about where if the river is fifty feet wide, we only get twenty five, and yeah, yeah, it's it's a discussion that um, we, we could go around and around about, but <laughs> our our enforcement people don't see it the same way the fishermen do. All right, so let's uh, let's talk once again about the fishing and how good it is. What kind of uh, size walleyes do we generally find on on Rainy Lake? Yeah, so uh, for example, yesterday I had a guide trip with um, uh, nine people. Uh, there was a follow boat, and and in in that day of fishing, we had a shore lunch scheduled. Um, we we kept 19 walleyes. We let about a dozen walleyes from 18 to 24 inches go, and we let probably 20 walleyes go that were under the 12 inch that I like to keep as far as you know eaters. So with that said, that was a, that was until one o'clock, and then we went and clean fish and um, did some casting for some bass and some northerns after lunch, with the, which is always a lot of fun for the kids. And they boated a bunch of those you know little northerns and small bass, but. It's still a lot of fun for them. The average size walleyes that we're keeping is from probably 13 to 16 inches. Um, and with the slot size of 18 to 26, those are the big reproducers. And, we, you know, we put those back, and hopefully they're making a lot of little ones for us in the future. But, um, you know, the average eater is that. And there's a 20 to 22-inch year class that we're getting a lot of. And that's a real good sign for our future because, you know, they're putting how many more fingerling fry, you know, they're spawning back into the water. And, um, you know, three, four years, I think we're going to have a real good class of, of the eater-sized fish. So um, if you haven't had a chance to come up to Rainy Lake, it's definitely a, a good time to be up there. The big fish are there. And, you know, you'll, you'll go out days, Kevin, where, you know, you'll catch 15 walleyes and they're all 18 to 20 inches. Well, can you bring any fish home? No, unfortunately not. But gosh, there's still a lot of fun catching those fish, you know. So, um, but yeah, that's that's the slot size, and and that's the average that we're catching. So, um, we we did put a 30 inch back in the water here about a week and a half ago. That's always fun to take pictures of those and and put her back. But you know that trophy's out there for you. Wow, wow. So it sounds like you've got plenty of fish in the lake. It it is, you know, and and like I said earlier. There's there's a lot of fish. There's a lot of spots. There's a lot of reefs, humps, break lines. That's where the fish are at right now. Um, and unfortunately, there are probably three times the fishermen on the lake right now. Mm. Um, so, it, you know, I mean, if it's possible, you're planning your trip up to rainy um, Saturdays and Sundays with the locals, with the houseboaters. Um, the lake is going to be busier. Just be respectful, you know. I mean, if there's a small reef, find a different one. There's a lot of other reefs out there that you can you can definitely catch fish on but market get out of there come back if the boat's gone that's that's kind of how i tell people and, and it's a good rule of, of thumb up there you're listening to fish and paul bunyan country presented by northland fishing tackle christina rainy lake guiding talking about rainy lake fishing later on in the show a ton more information from bruce but up next mike mcneil of lucan's village foods to talk about the lucan's village foods united way fishing tournament Fish and Paul Bunyan Country is presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. 
Mike McNeil is the store director of Lucan's Village Foods North, and Lucan's Village Foods is the title sponsor of the first ever Lucan's Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament. Mike, first of all, thanks for taking the time today. Tell us a little bit about why Lucan's Village Foods wanted to get involved in this. Well, we've been uh, talking to Denise, oh, I guess started last fall, last summer, about trying to create some sort of a, an event that uh, we could partner with the United Way on and, and help raise a bunch of money for the United Way. And this is a definitely an event that we think can do that long-term and short-term. Um, what is it about the United Way that uh, that Lukens is is gung-ho about? There's, I mean, there's a lot of things, but what in particular do you guys like about the United Way? Well, we hadn't done anything on a grand scale with them, and we feel like they really support our area, uh, the people that we draw from as far as our customers. And, you know, we're involved with a lot of other um, organizations within Bemidji, um, and, and we just didn't have anything big going with them, or not big, but, well, I guess big. Mm-hmm. I'll just say that. So, yeah, so so we feel they're a, a great organization uh, um, in the way they're structured. The money goes back into our area, and uh, that's what really why we wanted to do something with them. Okay. Well, we came up with this uh, this fishing tournament that uh, Lukens has been a huge sponsor of, so we thank you for that. I, I do think that this is an ideal thing to do in the Bemidji area, obviously, but I think also in this particular year when people have um, are used to having so many things to do in the summer and a lot of those things have been taken away, this is a big event that, uh, that they can do on a summer weekend. Right, right. I, I think there's there's short-term it really works well with, uh, you know, how with what's going on right now. Um, but long term, I think it's really uh, a great way to to conduct a, a fishing tournament. Um, you know, I'm I'm an outdoorsman. Um, I don't fish as much as I'd like to or anything else. But the thought of uh, being able to put those fish right back in the water and not haul them around in a in a live well um, is to me is really appealing and then and i think it's it's possibly um kind of the wave of the future um so yeah i think it's i think it can be a really a really great thing so i think it gives us uh, some real unique opportunities i mean as we as uh, i highlighted on uh, on our station blog uh, you know, 600 and some lakes that you can fish over a three-day period. You you can start any time after 7 a.m. on Friday the 24th, go until 2 o'clock Sunday, as little or as much as you want and your partner wants. Uh, so many lakes to choose from. There's a chance to win $3,000 uh, if you take the walleye crown, $3,000 if you take the bass crown. Um, you can you can end up fishing for both if you want, and potentially winning you know all six thousand first place dollars. So there's just so many things you can do, and you have so much time to, to do it. It's it just looks it's a lot of fun and a, and really truly unique. Right, right. I like for me, um, I'm a primarily a walleye fisherman, and uh, but the but I catch bass once in a while. I've actually fished for them specifically when I lived down in the Twin Cities area a little bit. Um, but it's kind of a, a challenge, you know. It's like uh, to go and say, okay, I'm going to figure out a different species of fish. And I think that's, to me anyways, that that seems like kind of a cool deal. And, yeah, when you look at the money, if you could uh, 
do both species and do well, yeah, you could, you and your partner could win, you know, six, six thousand dollars, you know, uh, not to name it. I don't have the sheet in front of me, but, uh, the prizes go down. There's quite a few places for each, uh, for each, uh, category, you know, so I think it's, uh, I think it should be a pretty good tournament. Yeah, I, I think that was a great thing that the committee did to, to create a unique tournament to make it, uh, different for people something fun uh with some twist to it and the idea again of all the lakes and the time to do it and the fact that yeah i think it's through the top nine on both sides it's just a really generous tournament on top of just being a fun tournament right right and uh you know with um you know we're living with uh different restrictions right now that uh we have to deal with and we have to live with so that's okay but our goal long term would be to have a, a gathering at the end of the tournament to present prizes and you know we'd probably do food and and we'd like to get um, you know some large raffle prizes down the road too and we just we're hoping that the first year can be successful that we can turn this into an annual event for the United Way and the Bemidji area that we can uh, um, have people uh, come and have a lot of fun and join the the area that we all live in and and uh, and uh, support a great cause and and that so yeah I'm I'm pretty excited about it I when Danae had told me that Dick Beardsley was involved uh, and uh, you guys uh, man I just uh, I'm just really excited about it so yeah. Yeah, we're we're just getting started with this thing, that's for sure. And again, if people are interested, it's two hundred dollars per two person team, which is not if you've fished a lot of tournaments, you know that's a very reasonable price. Uh you just Great. go you go to United Way Bemidji area for or UnitedWayBemidji dot com to get more information. Uh download the Fish Donkey app from your app store um and get registered there. And uh yeah, it's uh it's gonna be pretty much um no fuss, no muss this first year, but I agree with you. I hope we can have a fun little thing down the road as this thing builds uh, to wrap up the tournament with some other activities as well. But uh, I love the fact that Lukens is involved, a, a business that has just given so deeply to this community over the years. And all, like the other people you mentioned, it's just a it's it's a great committee. It's going to be a great event. And again, Mike, it's just getting started. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I, I uh, you know... Our Lucan's tradition, uh, obviously Joe Lucan, um, you know, really supported the community. And as employee owners, you know, that's something that's a, a tradition that we want to continue to 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 do. You know, we wanna we want to support uh, the community that serves us and keeps us all in business and uh, and that. So um, it's important that we continue to do these kinds of things to. To strengthen our community and and that so yeah yeah pretty pretty exciting deal mike mcneil is the store director of lucan's village foods north they are the title sponsor of the first ever lucan's village foods united way fishing tournament it's also sponsored by coca-cola bottling company of bemidji and a lot of other sponsors as well you can get all the details on the website mike uh looking forward to next weekend thanks for taking a few minutes to share the info with us and good luck when you get out there fishing all right, Kev, thanks so much. You have a great day. Again, unitedwaybemidji.org for more information or just go to your app store, download the Fish Donkey app, 
find the United Way Bemidji Tournament, get registered, and get ready for a fun weekend. Well, Bruce Jean has been patiently waiting to share more about Rainy Lake. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. Bruce, I'm going to plead ignorance on this. I don't know a lot about the history of Rainy Lake. You have a four-fish walleye limit. But my guess would have been that uh, there's never been an issue with walleye numbers on Rainy Lake. So uh, roughly 30 years ago, uh, my father and a, a group of guys um, got together and they started what was called the Rainy Lake Sports Fishing Club. And, and what their idea was was to improve the fishing on Rainy Lake. And they wanted to um, do whatever it took to make that happen, whether that was um, making um, ponds for... Um, spawning for feeding fry and fingerling. Um, they made maggot boxes, and they, you know, put guts out there. The maggots could come down, and the fingerling would eat those maggots. And, and you know, of course, that's what walleyes need is, is food when they're young. And and so, you know, they did all kinds of things like that earlier, um, and, you know, 30 years ago. Then they started what was called a catch-and-release hat. And you've, you may have seen those around. There's a lot of them in circulation. But um, they, if you caught a fish between 17 and 28 inches and released it, you know, back then, 30 years ago, you could keep anything. So guys are coming in with their limit of six 25-inch walleyes. And we wanted those fish, or they wanted those fish back in the water. They wanted those to spawn and breed. So their incentive was, you let that fish go, we'll give you a free hat. So they went and got sponsors, and, and during that time, the fishing was was tough, right? The the amount of big fish that were caught, and it was really impacting the fishing on the lake. And this club, this event, and, you know, it was kind of a, when the state looked at this policy or procedure, or um, it wasn't a law by any chance, means, but when they looked at it, they were they were thinking, Boy, Rainy Lake and fishing, Rainy Lake fishing has improved because fishermen have have opted to put those fish back, putting more spawning fish in the lake. And um, the DNR took a look at that. Within a few years, you saw other lakes with slot sizes, and it was kind of a pioneer for the state. And it's kind of neat that Rainy was a part of that. Absolutely, um, and I'm assuming that's why you eventually went to a four fish limit. Correct. You know, it went from six. Rainy went down to four years ago. And, uh, you know, there's been talk, do we need to have four? Do we need to go down to three, um, you know, and, and maybe even two? It's nice to be able to bring some fish home. And right now I think it's sustaining the four fish limit right now. But we'll see what happens with Canada closing. And, you know, there's just a lot of ebb and flows that happen with a, with a, a lake and fishing. And, and, you know, thankfully we don't have a lot of the middle foil and all the other mussels that come with, changing a lake it's not necessarily bad but it changes a lake and fishing and and spawning and and right now we're at a pretty stable place for that right now so yeah that four fish limit i mean uh, that seems to be kind of a sweet sweet spot for walleye lakes that are looking to recover or maintain Uh, leech has gone that route red has gone that route and it seems to work really well it has and and you know i I think the, the four fish is important um, you know, and, and I take Malax for example, and, and I mean, we could debate that all, all <laughs> night long. But the, the fishing trips that we've had on Malax have been outstanding. And, and 
you know, early from opener until June 15th, the mortality rate of fish is very, very, very low. We, we are, if, if we catch 100 walleyes in a four-hour trip, which is a pretty common thing, those fish were all surviving. Now, with July, that's probably not the case. The water is 82, 84 degrees surface temp. There's not a lot of oxygen. It takes a while for that fish to get its bearings after you've exhausted it, winding it in, right? Mm-hmm. So going back to the limit, it, is, it, is it better to have a couple to keep or, you know, four, or is it better just to shut it down And if a lake is struggling? And, and that's, that's, that's for the research and the smart people to figure out, not a silly fisherman. <laughs> so. um, I know the other great thing about Rainy Lake is it's an incredible bass fishery. I know you're uh, mainly a walleye guy, but you noted that uh, some of the times you have the kids out there catching bass. What are you hearing about bass angling up there this year? So, you know, the walleye bite went from um, shallow out to deeper, and then it kind of transitioned back to the tops of the humps. And when you're fishing in 10, 12 feet of water, you're going to catch some nice bass. And so we were catching nice 15 to 17-inch walleyes. We're, we're putting them in our live. You know, I mean, we're getting good fish, and then you hook into an 18 to 20-inch smallmouth. And you talk about a fight. The, the nice thing about Rainy is the bass population is continuing to stay strong, that, that there's only a handful of tournaments. In those tournaments, they're released back to where they were caught or about that vicinity. So they can get back to their home areas, and, and you know, it's still a, a, a way tournament, so it's not a photo. But the, the smallmouth bass fishing is, is a lot of fun, and, and this time of year, having top water, having spinner baits, um, if you're fishing on tops of the reefs, on humps, on top of break lines, you know, tube jigs, um, you know, pitching those out, wacky worms, those are a lot of fun because you can, you can have a lot of fun watching kids giggle while they're winding those big bass in. So uh, Rainy is definitely known for its smallmouth for sure. I tell you what, uh, bass fishing, uh, along with bluegill fishing and perch fishing, I mean, if you're getting kids out on the water trying fishing for the first or second time, you want to do that. You don't want them sitting in the middle of the lake on a flat day trying to catch walleyes and getting bored out of their skull. Exactly. And, you know, keeping keeping kids active is important. And, you know, I mean, I, I think of some of my best fishing trips, it's when we're boating 150 crappies. Who cares if they're six inches long? You know, you got action, you got a tug on your line, and um, it, it's just a lot of fun for the kids. Um, you know, the walleye, of course, taste better, and, and you know, they're, they're what they are. But keeping kids active, keeping having things to do for kids, you know, whether you have a game in the live well, whether you tag a minnow and they have to catch it, you know, in the full live well. There's, there's so many things that, that I've done, you know, with my clients, with their kids that, that keeps them busy. Snacks are important. Taking breaks. They like to swim. They like to get out and hike around. But not having an eight-hour grind on the water, like you said, it, it, that's what you need to do for kids and having them. Um, have that break time. Okay. Um, anything else going on up there we should know about? Well, uh, you know, normally this is the time of year we'd be talking about, you know, the bass tournaments coming up. Yeah. And things here. Um, you know, we are, we're of course not having those and, and, um, it's, it's unfortunate. I was really looking forward to the Carl Sanderson this year. I think this was going to be our year to, to take the trophy home, but, uh, you know how that goes. Yeah. Um, but with that, um, you know, I work with Corner Sports, Ray Sport and Marina, Bemidji there a lot. Um, and if you want to take a test drive of the new Mercury 400, 
I got the 22 foot. Get a hold of me. Um, guiding till 4:30. We can jump in the boat, take a cruise at five. Um, yeah, it, 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 it's a lot of fun. I like to show people the technology of it. That you know, I have the new Lorant 16 inch live, the touch screen. Um, it's it's basically a, a mini computer up there, but it is awesome. And so, but you know, if, if you're in the market, you want to shop, find a boat, see the guys at Race Sport Marine, you want to take it for a ride, get a hold of me at rainylakeguiding.com. We'll take you out for a fun boat ride. So, okay. Hey, um, when does sturgeon fishing start on the river again, or has it? it it's it's uh, it's on. You know, the catch and release season is there. The okay. part about sturgeon bite now is is uh, they're real spread out, and um, you know we'll get back on them this fall and, and get into some good sturgeon bites. So, um, but yeah, the, the we were just talking about. Uh, our uh, MEA cast and blast, where we hunt, where we fish for walleyes in the morning on the river or sturgeon, and then we uh, we go hunting grouse in the afternoon when the sun's out and they're fanning themselves, and we have some happy clients during that trip. So no doubt, <laughs> that sounds like a blast. Oh, it's a good time. It's a good time, and then you know, I mean, if you have deep fried fish with some grilled uh, uh, grouse. Boy, there's some good eats there. So it's high, it's high on the cholesterol cap, but it's good for the stomach. So. <laughs> All right. If we wanted to head north and do some fishing on Rainy Lake, what, once again, uh, what should we bring with us, and where should we be looking? Yeah, so right now the fish, uh, we're at 27 feet. Um, they're on the tops, well, on the break lines of reefs um, uh, in that area. I, I'm still tail-hooking minnows. You know, get big chubs. If you got red tails, if you could afford them, bring them up, um, you know, and then uh, using a number four, um, Northland, Lindy Rake, um, and three-eighths out sinker. Um, I use Power Pro, Power Pro line, and then eight-pound mono connected to that. And that gives, that mono gives that minnow the freedom to swim around. And, you know, when you have that wounded minnow look down there, you're going to put fish in the boat. So, um also, you can use jigs uh, in a minnow. Um, you know, that bite's been on at times as well. But you, you have to be able to have a variety. You know, bring leeches, bring, bring minnows, bring crawlers, um, you know, and, and try them all. If they're not going, the fish are always feeding, especially if you put it in front of them. Um, but have options, have a variety, and, and uh, that'll work out. Bruce, I know that uh, you're, you're noted that uh, it's really busy for the guides this year. Do you have any spots left, or are you, uh, are you sold out for the year? Oh, we're, we're all filled up, um, but, I, you know, there's, there's a lot of guides that, that will, will make some openings and get some room for you, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of a nice problem to have to be all booked up, but um, uh, if, you, if you're interested in coming up to Rainy, uh, RainyLakeGuiding.com, We'll, we'll get you a guide to figure out. There's 21 guides in our guide association, and, um, you know, you can check out that, that uh, uh, website as well or Facebook page or any of those social media sites and um, hook you up that way. Okay, rainylakeguiding.com. That's it, yep. Bruce Jean, outstanding guide on Rainy Lake, good friend of the show. I love having him on. Glad it's, uh, you're having a great year, Bruce, and uh, thanks for taking time today. Thanks, Kev. Have a great day. Call of Duty Modern Warfare is here, and so is Mountain Dew. Roger that. Now you can unlock in-game rewards like only Dew can. Wait, what rewards? A Dew Operator skin. Man, I love Operator skins. Dual double XP, and even Call of Duty points. You're kidding me. 
Double XP and Call of Duty points? This is incredible! I can't believe it! This Soldier, get a hold of yourself. Oh, roger that. Look for specially marked packaging and visit mtndugaming.com for details and restrictions. Open to U.S. Residence 17 Plus. Call of Duty points available on 12 and 24 packs and 320 and 23.